Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. The interview you're about to hear is with actor, stunt coordinator, and stuntman Jack Harrison. He played idiots in the movie Dismal. Hope you enjoy. Hello, this is Natalie Sheets. I played Jenna in the film Madison County, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, horror fans, this is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Dig it! I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to Gruesome Herzog. This is Yvette Corbea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run, Bitch, Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hi, this is David Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzogs. Hey, this is Bill Oberst, Jr. I play Dale in the film Dismal, and as Dale would say, let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator of all three stunt teams. I played the character Idiot in the movie Dismal, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. and stuff. I'm, I'm just not uh, brushed up on it. I got a level with you, Scott. Uh, it might even help the interview before we go into it. Was uh, I'm actually a stunt coordinator. Yes, I knew that. And I'm the stunt coordinator for Dismal, Savage, Lance Steele, Alien, Jelly Monsters. I mean, all these movies that Fear Makers is doing. However, as an actor, I'm really kind of a leading man type actor. Right. And so I came on board for Dismal to be the stunt coordinator. Right. And they, they had a big, ugly guy that I guess was a really ugly guy that was going to play uh, the character Idiot. Right. And uh, for whatever reason, it, he didn't sign on for the picture. The producers called me and said, well, that's fine because we consider this a blessing, like a happy accident. We, Even though he's a big, ugly guy, we would prefer you do the character because of the stunts and the, the physicality of it. Exactly. He said, as far as the, you know, you're tall enough, you're 6'5", but uh, the ugly, we'll make you ugly. So that's, we're not concerned with that. But the other guy couldn't do stunts, he couldn't fight, he couldn't do anything. Well, he's just a big guy. Right, right. And and they said, so this, the fact that he's not on the picture actually worked out. Now that you're on as a stunt coordinator, we want you to also play the character idiot. And I said, fine, cool, let's do it. So basically, you're you're a less known Kane Hodder. Is Pretty that, much. Is that yeah, how he started exactly out? Yeah, that's exactly that's the joke with fear makers is I'm there I'm there Kane Hodder and people don't know it. Yep. You know you know what? I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I did. Well, wait till you, you know. Have you had a chance to see that? And then I'll go into how I, you know, what, what I like about it. Go watch what I say. But no, well, look, man, I, I'm a safe environment. I'm yeah. not going to repeat it. I yeah, just. But then again, I'm the I'm the villain in it. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that needs to know when the hell are they going to release? Hell does Billy Oberst, but he <sighs> you never see it. Right, right, right. It's implied that that people are dead all the time. Your idiot actually is uh, 
the the alligator that was uh, already on the bank was put there by me to lure the poachers in. Oh, great, cool. Okay, I didn't know because you can only see the back part of the head. Yeah, well, I had a I had a uh, camouflaged hood on, and I seen the flannel too. Yeah, and I come up out of the uh, come up out of the water with it. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. The, to break down the beginning, the opening credit sequence, um, the first little section there. Uh, yeah, two poachers are coming in in the swamps in the middle of summer and shoot an alligator and uh they're all celebrating and happy about you know they're they're going to bag this big beautiful alligator and uh the big tough brother the stronger brother goes in after it into the water and while he's out there he can't find it and you know something gets a hold of him and you think it's another alligator or something and uh the younger skittish brother you know the the weaker ones looking around is confused what's going on and and the uh they're being poached by a cannibal and so and in, i guess in simple terms it's really it's my character going after them they went after the alligator and i'm going after them yeah that's cool kind of the food chain kicking in now real quick now this is going to sound crazy but when the scene where you're dragging the two guys to the to the to your uh dingy cabin yeah dingy cabin there's yeah. a pot sitting on a stove. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about this for a long time to ask you this. Now, obviously, how do they make it look like make it look so disgusting? I mean, but the pot in the stove? Yes. You mean on top of the stove? What's, what's in it? Yeah, what's in it? You know, I got to tell you the truth. I'm not a hundred percent sure. The art department made it. Um, Does it look? I do. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think it was mostly water, um, some some leaves, like <laughs> herbs. I don't mean like from a tree. I mean more like herbs right. and, and, you know, some kind of cooking herbs. And then uh, I'm not even sure. I can't remember what was thrown in it. I think it was uh, either gummy bears with fake blood make, or, or literally a piece of meat. Right. So, Hold on so yeah, we, yeah, it's a pretty neat shot the way they did that. Hold on, man. My phone's ringing. Sure. Oh, God. Now, um, I apologize for that. Um, my no, son's that's right. Me, my son's calling me from upstairs. Mm. Um, now, where was I? Now, um, what, the part that really, um, in the beginning of the movie, when, now, I call him a teacher's pet slash nerd. Right, right. Okay, that's what I called him in, in, in my preview of my movie. Now, no disrespect, but I'm just calling it as I see it. Well, that's now, the character. You know, right. I mean, it, it was incredibly uh, acted out by Tim Morris, a terrific actor. Yes, he is. He, uh, yeah, he just he really got into being um, a little antisocial, nervous, uh, a little inept with women, uh, you know, and the whole nerd, the teacher's uh, assistant, all that, I mean, real... You know, almost intellectual. I mean, Tim really just nailed it on on multiple levels. He did a great job with the character, um, and, and as well as like later on, you see some of the crazy uh, twitches and weird kind of eye contact that he makes. I mean, he, he I think he played it very, very good, very, very well. I mean, uh, Tim Tim Morris did a great job with yes. that character. Yes, he did. Um, he, exactly, he did. Um, then later on in the movie, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away in case people didn't see it. So we, you know, I, I got to be careful how much we put in here. Right, right. <laughs> but um, one quick, th- what, what, 
was I going to think of? I was thinking of what to talk to you about. Of course, my I go blank now. Um, we talked about the scene in the in the in the the, the pot. Um, all right, here here's a good question for you. What was it like to work with Bill? Uh, it was a dream. Uh, the conditions were difficult, but it, you know, for everybody, the crew, the cast. I mean, you, you, the director, Gary King, did an amazing job too. But uh, it, it's just a, it's a demanding shoot. It's hot. It's summer. You're out in the woods in Georgia. Uh, so you know, everybody's doing, um, you know, putting their best foot forward. But you know, it, it's just, it, it wasn't a cakewalk. Let's put it that way. It wasn't like filming in in Hawaii. On, on some big beautiful set in LA. A lot of bugs. I mean, it, yeah, it was it was it was rough in it, but I mean, but we knew that's what the movie was. We knew going down there that that it was you know cannibals in the swamp. So, um, but working with Bill is a, is a dream. I mean, no matter what the conditions are, the scene or what's going on on set, he's he's just always positive. He's always relaxed, and he's. Uh, extremely professional it's also really neat when you start working with him because he doesn't just take out of a scene what he needs but he gives right you know and so there's a couple of times i'll ask him you know obviously bill you're the one with all the the dialogue uh you got lots of character lots going on here uh there's only a couple of little things i need to be able to accomplish my goal you know as as the idiot in this and uh He's like, oh yeah, great, no problem. And and in fact, he would not only accommodate what I needed, he'd probably give me a little more room or a little more the things that I needed to do, my job. And so, uh, you know, which which was a lot easier than his. It was always good going to set or, or watching, uh, working all those scenes with him, watching what he would create or come up with. He always had such a great deliveries, great jokes, performances. Uh, his temper would flare, obviously in character. Because uh, Bill Oberst is a is a perfect gentleman, but the character Dale is like oh, psychopath, man. so he's all over the place. Uh, so yeah, he did a great job being crazy. But what what I told you in our phone conversation earlier this week, he, I love his character in the movie because he play he he he, he plays a southern hick, or however you say it, so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has Hillbilly. these he has these one liners that I cannot get out of my head. You know, I told you about the the scene at the kitchen table where you're sitting beside him and you're groaning, and then he's telling she's telling your brother not to eat that. Not she didn't realize that right, he does right. eat that, and <laughs> I got that on my ringtone. I hate to tell you this, but I made it my ringtone. Yeah, that's great, man. I mean, <laughs> Billy, if Billy hears this, uh, uh, and I promise you, uh, the director. The cinematographer and all the producers would love to know that you got that as a ringtone, oh. man. That is awesome. <laughs> it is. It was actually going off of my son's comments. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, you ungrateful bitch. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, that it. is hysterical. I love it. No, oh, my you latte. Oh god, I'm sorry. I'm. Well, Billy is an amazing actor, and I, I obviously we all know that. We all you have to do is watch a movie and Common Sense. He's great, uh, but. It is a team effort. Gary King was a terrific director yes. who worked with Bill on a lot of those scenes, who allowed Bill to do certain things, but also pulled him back. Uh, and also the script was written by Bo Buckley, the director, or excuse me, the uh, uh, producer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the head, one of the head producers of uh, Fear Makers. Yeah, he's actually the writer. So there's a lot of those lines are already in the script. So Bill came up with quite a few 
great zingers, and uh, you know, so did Bo. Some of it was already on on page. Exactly. You know, and I think I think a lot of those lines were already on on script. Yep. So I mean, it was easier and easier for Bill to just find that character down and you know go crazy with him. To be honest with you, I never heard of Bill Oberts Jr. until I watched Dismal. I mean, like I said before, I was just like everybody else, the mainstream, mainstream, mainstream. Oh, but, yeah. But then once I seen Dismal, I'm thinking there has to be gems that are low-budget movies. And I want to tell you something. There's more, I think there's more gems in the mid-market than in the high-market. Like I told you in a phone conversation before, when you guys act... It's real acting. I mean, you actually have to put a performance to make money, if you, if you, if you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. These yeah. big market movies, okay, they already got, I mean, I mean, they're already getting paid boo-hoo, whatever. I mean, I don't know much about that. I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. But real quick, to get back to Dismal again, I, I don't want to hold you up any, any, any longer, but there's a scene which I'm, I, um, the part where he says, Get your I mean, go catch your own fucking fish, and then right. he sends her out in the woods. To, of course, I mean that part of that movie. I said, wait, why would he? Do yeah, that? the character Shelley. Why would by he? Cable Kane, right? I'm thinking, why would he do that? Giving her a gun when she can easily turn the gun on to you guys, right? I'm thinking. Right, right. But that's oh no no no, it was a pitchfork. Yeah yeah that's right that's right that's right. That's yeah, right. he sent her out with a pitchfork. Yeah, they, right. and uh, Quadrahelix did a great job on the uh, CGI, like the pitchfork in the leg, yep. or you know the the arrow that lands right next to her head in the tree. She and screams and runs off. All that's CGI. Yeah, and I mean, one... it looks looks like a real arrow. It's amazing. And then when she hits the trip wire, gets cut in half. I mean, yeah, lots of good stuff on that take. And the one scene that blows me away. Is a scene which I gotta be careful in case people don't see it. If you know what I'm talking about, it involves you with the shotgun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can talk about that. Okay, that blew we, me away. I mean, I don't know how they do that. Oh, blew me away. No, that was awesome. It was it was a, a combination. It's a it, I guess uh, to bring the audience up to speed. You're talking about a stunt that was performed by me as the character. Um, and there's so many twists and turns to this plot and to the story that, you know, we could talk about this and not give the whole movie away. Right. Uh, in a nutshell, the uh, and there, even that has a plot twist. Even if you think you know what, what we're talking about, you still have to watch it and see that there's a twist at the end of that. That is the most amazing part about that movie is the ending. What, being, what getting shot with a shotgun? Yep, and the ending. You have no yeah, idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. I, I won't say any more about that. But one no, more no, th- that's okay. I'll take responsibility on it. That, I mean, the guys understand. It's, it's. We're just talking about a stunt. But I mean, they people have to watch the movie to understand what yes. happens beyond that because there's more, more to not only my character but the other characters than one shotgun scene. No, what I I did was um, I brought two of my guys down. We prepped the wall. It was uh, the character Shelley actually. Uh, kicks my character in the groin, yep. takes my weapon away from me, and turns turns the tables. And uh, my character is so aggressive, he didn't care. He's right. coming after her. And uh, so basically she takes a, a shotgun and just blasted me back backwards up and against the cabin. Yep. And uh, it was simple enough. We just used uh, pulleys and wire work and a harness. And uh, because of the 
the thin T-shirt the character I had to play was wearing, um, there was no way to put any real body armor on. And so I had to muscle up and just do it. Right. And so I did that, that take three times that day and uh, with no body armor from about 10 or 12 feet away from the, uh, the structure, away from the cabin. And so, you know, my guys would rack me up against the side of that building. They'd check me. I'm fine. Let's go back to one, back to the mark, and we did it again. So we did it like two or three times. Uh, three times, for sure. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and then the, uh, the shotgun blast and the blood is CGI. Yeah. One more thing, and I'll let you go, because I know you're a bitch. How can you kill Jamal like that? You remember me saying Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene was crazy. Do you like that? Oh, poor Jamal. As a matter well, of that's fact... Why they, that's why they called me on the movie as a stunt coordinator. They needed somebody who was capable of doing the harness and wire work for that character to come up on a hook and make it look realistic. As like he's swinging like a fish on a hook. As a matter of fact, he's coming on next week. I talked to him earlier. Who, Jade? Jade yeah. Arnold? Jade wants to... Awesome. Wants, yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, I got probably a majority of the cast. I haven't talked to uh, Lydia, Lydia Chandler. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't, I don't think she even has a Facebook, so I can't get in contact with her. I would love to, because she was the main, basically the main character, right? She's the one that, she's the one that blew you away, yeah, right? She's on there, she's on there. Go to the uh, Fear Makers Facebook. Oh, okay. And, and look at their wall. I think like five posts, four or five posts down from the top. She just posted something a couple weeks ago. Okay, because I... Cool. Yeah, just connect with her. Cool. I mean, I, I, it's it. I'm like I said. I, my podcast is different than everybody else's. You know, I'm not. I'm in. I'm in. For, I'm a major, as you can tell, a major horror movie fan. I've been. I've been watching. That's great. I've been watching 80s horror. I mean, I'm a big 80s horror guy. I mean, Children of the Corn and you know the old 80s. But yeah, yeah, that yeah that that scene, like I said, with with Jade. I mean, with with well, Jamal that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Now that crocodile, that that fake crocodile. Now it was that a obviously it's a prop. Now was that made yeah. for the movie or was that? No, there was a TV show down here at the studios in Wilmington called uh, Surface. Okay. A couple couple years ago, and it was left over, and uh, I think the producers just you know it's yeah, well the, bar, borrowed it or whatever, rented it. I'm not sure what they did, but they ended up using it for our movie. Another crazy scene. Well, actually, there's two of them. Uh, let me let me uh, give you a couple uh, quick, quick jokes about that. Go ahead. We we packed up. Uh, they rented vans and and tr- uh, trucks and everything for all the equipment and generators, and. Uh, I had a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and uh, Bo is the producer. He says, hey, look, you know, there's no place at all for this alligator. It's literally to scale. It's like 12 or 13 feet long. Wow. And he says, uh, you know, you're riding down alone, and your stunt team's coming in a couple days, like a week later for the stunts. Uh, I had to go down early, obviously, because I was doing the acting for Idiot. And uh, he says, do you mind if this, if we push this thing in your Jeep, if it rides down with you? <laughs> and I said, I'm alone. So I'm like, yeah, because that's fine with me, man. So we, we pushed this 13 or, you know, I don't know, 12, 13, 14-foot alligator in my Jeep with its face all the way up into the uh, windshield and legs sticking out the windows. And I'm driving all the way, like, 12 hours down to, to Blakely, Georgia, where we shot the movie. Oh, my God. And I remember a couple times when uh, I rolled the windows down, the air was blowing, the thing was dancing around. <laughs> I bet you people were looking, weren't they? Yeah, what was even funnier is the uh, the corpses 
were really scary. I mean, they they look like a decayed body. They oh don't look God. like you know uh, cheesy Halloween props. They were custom made. Oh my God! And you know, like when uh, Lydia Lydia Chandler's character uh, wakes up, Dana. Yeah. When she wakes up and she's screaming and she's chained to the wall and she sees the two, uh, you know, decayed corpses. Well, they actually put those in the back of the van oh, that was taking all the cast down, this big cargo van. And so, like, people going down the road, like, looking in the back window, there's, like, two dead bodies sitting there oh. riding in the back seat. Is it Halloween? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just broad daylight riding around, looking out the window. Oh, my God. Now, uh, how long did it take to make that movie? you remember? Yeah, um... Uh, not long. I mean, it, these guys really had their uh, act together. I think the shot list and the uh, the schedule, I think they crushed it out in three and a half weeks. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of that has to do with uh, the producers and Gary King. You know, they, they were able to just keep everything right on schedule as best they could. I think in the beginning we got rained on the first. Kill scenes were amazing. The I think that's the the acting in that movie completely was good. I mean, I told you before. There's a lot of movies that you can tell. Cheesy actors, yeah. Right. When you watch it, it's like you're watching like I said a high school play. But yeah, they all all you guys got you know had your shit together. I mean, the well, that goes was, back to Fear Makers and Gary King. You know, they they really they didn't put a bunch of uh, people that that were friends in the movie or people that they knew they they went intentionally went out of their way to, to try to handpick the very best people so the the movie would be successful yes and i you know you I know mean, i'm hoping that it gets a good i'm hoping that when it does get released that it yeah it it i think it's going to do good but the funny part about it if you haven't noticed if you go on my facebook when you get a chance i posted the trailer for dismal about three months ago or maybe even longer than that there is mm-hmm. no response whatsoever. You know why? Mm. No idea what it's about. Funny. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am, keep talking about this movie all the time. People have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, well, we, we, we're hoping that uh, that'll change here with uh, oh, being will. on Showtime. It will. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, once... It'll run this month and hopefully in, uh, in uh, October on Showtime. I think that should start to change... The fact that uh, more and more people are going to know the movie. I guarantee you, they're going to say, "Well, how did you see it before we did?" Right, right. Well, and here's the other thing. Yeah, you got to be realistic about horror movies. It'll it'll do very well yep. with a release, with it showing on on demand, uh, paper. I think a pay per view on demand, and also uh, now on Showtime, and then. We're still waiting for the release, the official release on DVD, which will go to, obviously, rental stores everywhere and uh, Walmart, all that. But uh, it's almost like it comes in two waves, but the second wave is a huge delay. It could could be three, four, five, six years later, and you find out later that it's got this massive cult following or something. Yeah, and then it's like, well, wow, where did that come from? You just... Like a ghost from the past, the movie might just blow up. I yeah. mean, who knows? Gary King's going to be walking around with his chest puffed out and say, look, I made that yeah. movie six years ago. <laughs> Gary yeah. King. He's, Go ahead. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I, he's real modest, real easy going. I, but he, he's super talented, though. You know, I don't I, – when, when I emailed you, I wasn't trying to be a pain in the ass. I just want to be able to get the – you know, like I said, to be able to – for someone that's an actor. I knew better. I knew better I knew that this was a you know the real deal, so I'm cool with it. I I I, uh, 
I enjoy getting the word out about uh, Dismal, and I'd love to be, have people see it, and also, you know, Savage coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, oh, lots go. of great wire work and stunts, and, you know, the costume on Savage was $32,000 or more. I mean, we just really kicked it in the ass on a lot of things on that. It's not – that one's pretty cool, too. It's not like Harry and Henderson's pissed off or Planet of the Apes. I mean, it's a real horror movie. We go right after these other characters. Well, it's funny you mention that because I called my dad. My, you know, my dad's 60, 64 years old, and he has some health issues. And I called him today, and I was telling him about you that I was talking to you the other day. Because my dad likes to hear me, hear what I, you know, what I, and he was all excited. I said, yeah, Dad. I said, uh, you, you like Predator, right, Dad? Yeah. I said, ha- I said, picture a Bigfoot acting like Predator. You know, he goes, yeah. He goes, well, when's it getting released? I said, is right. it out? I said, no. <laughs> that's his first yeah. response. So i got to make sure that I get a copy of that for him. But yeah, I expect a double whammy here this fall. You know, we know uh, Dismal's doing well, always has. Uh, and uh, obviously with Showtime, uh, we expect hopefully in the next month or two, you know, if not, if not layered right on top of Dismal, it'll be directly behind it. Right. will be a, a savage release. So, but... You know, fear makers, they're very sharp, good businessmen. They're they are right on top of everything, and it's just trying to find the right distribution company the right, right. that wants to pay you for what it's worth and stuff like that. So, well, But we know that they want it. Right. You know, there's been tons and tons of interest, not only in America, but also overseas. Yeah, I was talking to Bill a couple weeks ago, and like again, I, then, then again, you know, what I also want to do is, a, like Jack Harrison, I'm talking to you, whatever, I like to have a, an... Um, an autograph picture or something from the movie of the people that I talk to. You know, I, I'm not an autograph seeker, but I talked to Bill. But hey, Bill, there's no problem. Eventually, yeah, I guess I agree. I guess eventually they're going to have a. See, the problem was I I live 60 miles from Philly, so there's not very many horror fests in my area. So I'm kind of like right, screwed. Right. You, know, you got to go down to Baltimore and DC for horror fun. Right, and well, it's actually it's in Gettysburg this year, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So if you know, I'm gonna pass this by you now. If you, if you ever think of me, if you ever come across I me, mean, I don't know if if you're gonna have a character photo. I guess you probably are. If Bill is, you mm-hmm. imagine you imagine so. You mean as the character? Yeah, or even a picture of yourself. Just you know. Oh you... yeah, well I've got lots of pictures that I can have printed off, but okay. uh, I think I'm way beyond. Uh, you know the 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 teeth, the eye, the prosthetic face, right, and right. my hair. They shaved all my hair off of that character. That right. I'd have to go like, yeah. Unless they're going to do the sequel, which they might. Uh, you right. know, I, I doubt I'm going to be playing that character any any time in the near future. Yeah, well, I mean, even if you have a, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to sound stupid, but I like to have a. No, no, no. That's fine. So yeah, he, I'd love to. I'd love to send you something. Yeah, anybody so he, that, that is a big supporter of Dismal or, or you know support us and what we're doing, I, yeah, anything I can do for you, sure. Now, now, do, you, do you have my address? Uh, do not. Okay, well, do not. I, You'd have to. I'll send it to you on Facebook. I don't want to go on over the air. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because Bill has it already. Because he's going to send me something when he goes to when when they start. I guess he said when he start you know bringing. The, the people to go around and, and, and advertise for Dismal, he'll have a, some things then. So I'm still waiting on Bill's response. I wrote to him. He says, give, get back to him because that new movie that he was in, 
that I seen the other day that the the, the producer sent me a copy to watch. So I'm still right. waiting for him. But yeah, Gary King is going to come. A lot. Of, it's amazing. I got a lot. Of, I got a great response. Oh, you're going to catch up with Gary King in uh, Gettysburg, right? Yes. I'm, I'm, my son and I are going out. That's like a, from my house to there is probably like an hour and twenty oh, minute that drive. Must be nice. Yeah, that's like seven or eight for me. Yeah. So I'm going yeah, awesome. to. I'm going to head out there and I'm going to be meeting Gary. Well, hopefully I can meet Gary. I mean. If I talk to him beforehand, then he he'll recognize well not recognize you, but he'll know, you know, I'll arrive. Uh, he'll know, he'll know. And so, yeah, right. he's he's wicked smart. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else yeah, you want to talk talk about before we? Let, no, we not really. I just uh, you know, hopefully they'll. Uh, I'm excited with the release of these two movies. We've got another big big one coming up whenever they officially green light it. So we're all you know in a holding pattern waiting on the. I would. Lance, Lance Steel Monster Hunter. I don't know if you've heard anything about that, but no. The producers are working their magic again. Uh, Dismal was written by Bo Buckley. Yep. Uh, now, Lance Steele is written by uh, the other producer. Uh, there's three producers, Christopher Cook, Bo Buckley, and Justin Saponis. Yep. Uh, Saponis, Soupy, he's actually writing. He wrote and is uh, looking to direct and produce uh, Lance Steele, Monster Hunter. Ooh. And it's hysterical. God, I laughed out loud the whole time I was uh, reading through this thing. Yeah. And it's action-packed. It's super busy. There's tons of action, and there's also a lot of characters with a lot of interaction. And So there's nothing boring about this film whatsoever. Wow. So we're excited to uh, head back to either Georgia or wherever they choose for locations. And uh, once they lock it down, I mean, this thing's really crazy. Uh, it's a lot like uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, but but with like real knucklehead uh, immortals, they're all like losers. So there's like uh, uh, werewolves, vampires, sorceresses, uh, oh, really? warlocks. Yeah, zombies, but the you know real fast, aggressive ones that'll like tackle you. And so just tons of crazy stuff going on. Now I want you to share a story with the listeners. What you told me the day on your phone when you said you went to audition. You remember what you said to me? Remember Bill's role in, in Dismal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill will find this funny. If he, if he listens to this podcast, he'll crack up. Yeah, they, uh, <clears throat> people have a pretty specific definition of, of my work. You know, six-foot-five stuntman. Uh, you know, I played Idiot in, in Dismal and Bigfoot in Savage. And, you know, they, they, they pretty much don't think I'm capable of anything other than, like, throwing somebody through a wall. And... Uh, uh, you know, I'm actually a pretty good actor, but people just don't realize it, huh. and because uh, it's not what I'm known for. Right. So I went in and uh, I wanted to read for uh, a hillbilly in this comedy. Again, very funny script written by uh, Fear Makers. It, it's one of their real low-budget fun projects, you know, right. Labor of Loves. And I, I went in to read it, and uh, yeah, I was just having fun. You know, I was drinking a real <laughs> beer in the in the audition, cussing people out. You know, just. <laughs> It. it totally blew their mind, and uh, my character in the audition started to forget his manners, and, and introductions were necessary for, like, this Mexican and the aliens that came down to Earth, kind of like Mork from Mork, you know, but there's, like, four of them. Right. And uh, so instead of saying, oh, where's my manners? This is Juan, and this is, you know, the alien. Uh, what I did was in the middle of that interview, or the audition, I said, uh, whoa. Oh damn! <laughs> and I could look at the producers who are just trying not to laugh on tape, but they're cracking up because they know I'm I'm making fun of uh, 
I should say a tribute, a mocking uh, Billy Oberst yep. with his character uh, Dale. Yep. And uh, so that, I did that in, as a more of a tribute than anything. I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> where's my manners? This is Juan, and these are the alien intergalactic cops. And, you know, I just kept going with it. Oh, God. Letting them know I was throwing a zinger, like, between the lines to them. This is delicious. So, yeah, yeah. I bet would laugh, too, because here we are over two years later, and people oh are still God. quoting him. You want oh to talk God. about a, a quotable character. It's oh like God. it's like any, you know, Tombstone or Caddyshack or, or, you know, Animal House. You watch Dismal, and you walk away with, like, 20 quotable <laughs> Lines from Bill Oberst Jr. It's hysterical. Well, that's my household now. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my son does it now too. He goes, All right, Jade. Jade's the same way. Uh, he played the character Jamal. Yeah. You know, ask him about the the black snake. You know, ask him don't about get me you. Don't get me on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that up in his interview. I will. Black snake. You know, she goes, I'm, I'm scared. It's the trees. He's like, no, nah, you need to be worried about, you know. Oh, God, that the, was. The black, that the black scene, mamba. That scene, that scene was uh, one of them slapstick. But that scene reminded me of the um, scary movies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they say it and move on. It was, it was so yeah, the black mama, right? Oh right. my god! Oh, you know what yeah. cracks me up about that scene? Obviously, you know the characters are very well acted by the actors. Right. They all did a great job. Megan Reedy um, played Eve. Jamal obviously played Jade. Uh, but we're just when I watch it, I guess it's because I know these people personally. It just cracks me up watching uh, Tim Morris. Who played Kurt, the the teacher's <laughs> assistant? Like the uh, look how straight faced he is through the whole scene. It just Mr. cracks Hero. me up watching Tim. He doesn't he doesn't wink. He doesn't smile. He, he doesn't even fidget. He just kind of looks around, and has the most serious conversation in the world. He goes, "Uh, they're not around here." Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> dry, dry, dry. It's serious. It's, he doesn't overact it. It's so funny to me watching Tim. Now you do know now when it comes out on DVD, and I get it. You do know now I'm going to sit there and watch every scene, and I'm going to think about our conversation, and it's going to make the movie more realistic for me. Now when he's Oh, yeah. Dude. Well, there's so many. Well, I know this is a short interview, but there's so many things behind the scenes. Like when we were chopping up uh, uh, Will Triplett's character uh, when he was on the table, and uh, Billy starts singing that old – I don't know whether to call him by the actor's name or the oh, character's. God. I guess to help people, I'll just call them by the characters. Dale's right. chop, uh, and of course now I forget Will's characters. Um, yeah. Gary. Yeah, Gary. That's what it was, Gary. Um, but Dale, the, my dad starts chopping up, or telling me to chop up uh, Gary, and there was a vulture that was up in the roof that would poke <laughs> its head down and look at us. Oh, my God. The cabin was a dilapidated slave's quarters down in Georgia. It was like a real old cabin. Oh, wow. Other than a little bit of sprucing up with some props, I mean, it was you walked out there and that's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, that on that trailer I was telling you about for Dismal, um, uh-huh. the scene that Bill posted, he's singing that song and that song is stuck in my head. And I I can't say it now, but oh yeah, morning <laughs> sunshine, new days of break. Oh, I must have heard that. I love Billy and I love what he brought to the character and what he brought to the movie. He's amazing. However. Man to man, every night I would go back to the to the lodge we were staying in, right. offset, 
like as actors, and that shit would be in my head all night. It's it, it's in my head. What are you talking yeah. about? I'd take the face. I'd take the face off. I'd kick the teeth out. The contact, great big white contact. I'd scrub up, take a shower, put a ball cap on and some shorts, and all night I'd be like singing that shit in my head. Or you want you want some sushi? Catch you some fucking fish. <laughs> all night I'd be listening. Like, what did he say today? Because I know it's stuck in my head tonight. Oh my god. Now, not to change the subject, but uh, he was in that Devil Within. He played the principal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he had a smaller role in her, I guess, because he's occupied with Dismal. I imagine, imagine so. I mean, he wasn't in the, but him in that movie. Uh, I don't want to. You know. I haven't seen it. I'm a, I'm a fan of Billy, but I, I haven't seen everything he's done. He's been incredibly busy, and uh, in order to keep up with his success, <laughs> I've, I've I've been busy. So. Uh, I've been focused on a lot of things too, but uh, every chance that I get, I try to check out as much as I can from Bill. You know, whenever he posts things, I mean, he's got such a terrific sense of humor, yes, or or his movies, or his movies. I always love his his uh, deliveries. Yeah, always. The, the, the only reason why I know that movie is because uh, William um, William wait a minute Matt Dean sent me a copy of the movie, uh-huh. um, and that's how I, I watch it on Monday night. But you know, he is so. I mean, this interview is about you. Don't get me wrong, but uh, no, I'm his, not worried about it. His his acting ability, he can switch it. He can. Well, I mean, no, Billy's a uh, Billy's a very very superstar talented actor. In fact, his character on the credits should have been six or seven characters down. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the movie, the, when I read the script and I, I watched the movie, you know, it, it should have been like Lydia and Tim and and you know some other people. Right, and after Billy got his hands on the movie, I mean, there's no surprise here. I mean, he's top billing. Right, he took a, a supportive character and turned it into a lead. I mean, yeah. a lot of this movie is, uh, you know, we all contribute. We're all we all did uh, great things with our our characters and our parts, but it, it became pretty clear uh, with the producers, the director, with everybody is there. If you were there and you're paying attention, you knew Billy's like hitting home runs. Right. And you know, no, no uh, I'm a, like I said, I love Billy's acting, but I'm also a, um, a like Leatherface, like you, the role you played. It yeah. Has- and I think that was cool too, that he and I could play off of each other. You yes. could play the brains and the, the, the sadistic, sadistic, mean psychopath and, I was his tool, you know. I was this great big massive killer that he would send out after people. Idiot! You forgot the gasoline. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh god, that sticks in my freaking head. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's acting right there, buddy. You know, I've got a lot of pride, uh, a lot of strength, a lot of intelligence, but to play that character the way it needed to be played, I had to just forget about. You know, vanity completely. Yeah, God. I had to play it mentally challenged and deformed and, and hop around like a 13-year-old or 12-year-old boy. Yep. You know, it, it, I really had to just allow myself to go there. I'm not as much as at times I didn't want to. I realized I don't jump around here like a chimpanzee, but I, I realized for the sake of the film or the sake of this character, I had to do what needed to be done. No, I'm not and that say- gasoline okay. scene is another example of that. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying it's because I'm talking to you. You did a damn good job in that movie as well. I mean, I might well, say it. Well, I appreciate it. I might say it. I appreciate it. Well, it was, it was a team effort. Everybody did so right. well. Exactly. When, you, when you're working with everybody, and, and it's not just everybody in the film, it's the people that made the film. Yep. 
the crew, the, the you know, um, I have the highest respect for uh, working with Gary King and uh, the cinematographer, Sean Llewellyn. In fact, him and I have become very, very good friends, uh, working on several projects together since then. And uh, obviously, every time something comes up with Fear Makers, they call me and I pick up the phone. So that's mutual right there. You know, we're, we're both looking forward to working with each other. I think they rock, tell you straight up. I think they, they fucking rock. Yeah. Uh, I right love now. horror movies. I love horror movies, but you know, every time they've got something on cooking, you know it's going to be good. Yep, and I'm, I wish the best for you. I mean, I'm hoping that you. I, mean, I know you're a stunt coordinator, but I'd be love to see you do some more movies. Which, which you have two of them coming out, so I ain't like you know. I'm kind of anxious to see the one that we talked about. But yeah, oh yeah. But well, yeah. that's the that's the beauty of uh, working with filmmakers into the future. They're visionaries. They're very specific. They know what they want. They know where they're going. Uh, but on a side note, they allow people like me to contribute. They allow people like me to take, like, the action or the stunts or some of the, the kill scenes and, and then bring more to the table than they thought possible. And so that you can get more bang out of your buck than, you know, a big guy in a, in a Bigfoot suit. But, no, I'm going I'm to be a 12-year-old for a couple of seconds. Do you, know my dream, right. do, you know, do you know what my dream is before I go? What's that? Is to watch a horror movie being made. Actually be able to watch. Let's say that they, they make Dismal 2. I would love just to see any movie. Well, with that made. kind of support, I, I'm sure that that would be arranged. Because anybody I'll, that anybody that has that much of a fan for for the movie and for you know what we're doing, then uh, I, I I find it difficult to believe that uh, we wouldn't have you out on set if there was a if there was a sequel. Because I'll I'll definitely take a damn week's vacation and I'll go down. I never flown yet in my life, but I'll do it then, or I'll drive down. I, you know, I told my wife that earlier. She, she, gave me this, she gives me this weird face. You know, you know, women are with horror movies. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like we are with uh, what? That's um, for a housewife. Oh, dude. I'm just, a, I'm just a stunt man. You got my respect. That's all I got. I mean, I am so grateful that you're actually taking time out to talk to me. You know, that... Oh, no, 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 no. I feel it's the other way around. I'm just uh, really, really impressed that somebody likes our movie that much because uh, we love it. We know it's a good one. We want to share it with the world. Yeah. But to see somebody, you know, that that uh, excited to, to share it also or to enjoy it, the reason... I, it's, it's great to see a fan or, or, you know, or somebody who's from the audience perspective. Yeah. had nothing to do with the making of the movie, the work side of it. It's, they, they get to just sit down, pop some corn, and, and just enjoy it. I love but, that. The reason why I think I like Dismal so much is because it can easily happen. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, one of the things. That when I talked to uh, the producer, Bo Buckley, he was, uh, you know, we, we didn't know each other at all. So he was bringing me in because he had things he needed to have accomplished. He needed some stunts done, and then the, the character for Idiot kind of fell through, so he needed me to do that. And so it was it was work. You know, he, he had a job that needed filled, and, and he had too much on his plate. As a producer, he had too many other things going on. So, you know, basically come on board and knock this out, Jack. I don't have time for a whole lot of else. Just tell me you can do it. Yeah. And uh, after that, you know, built started to build the professional relationship where, where he knows that I'm very supportive of Fear Makers and anything I can do to help contribute or, you know, increase the value of their films, I'd love to be a part of them. And they, and they realize that. As a matter of fact, I added Fear Makers' uh, Facebook page today. 
Awesome. I stumbled across it from Bill's page, actually. It's weird. I, just, <laughs> I go on Bill's page every now and then to see what he has to write because he's, he's, I mean, he's always putting something up, like, like uh, YouTube videos, whatever. But, see, now, he's bad in that aspect. See, he, I'm so sucked in now. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean, not bad, but you know what I mean. I'm just so sucked into to that movie that every time I see the word dismal, I'm, I'm going nuts looking. Whoa. Oh, that's funny. Hey, <laughs> have you had a chance to correspond with any of the producers yet? Uh, not yet. Well, they're kind of hard to get a hold of. They're, they're businessmen. They've got yeah. uh, not only Dismal, they've got Savage uh, waiting a release. I mean, it's completely done. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it's in some bidding wars right now with distribution companies. I mean, that's a good place to be as people are fighting over it. And, uh, again, with uh, Lance Steel Monster Hunter sometime over the horizon, I mean, these guys are constantly busy. But if you ever get a chance, they're they're the most down-to-earth, funny guys. And they're, they're wicked smart, too. So, right. you know, maybe maybe in the future try to get a hold of them. They're hysterical. Maybe they're very can, funny. Maybe you can do me a big favor. Simple. If you see anybody, you know, anybody, it's, hey, feel free to give my cell phone number. I mean, I'm more than willing to put them on my, on my podcast. I, I'm going to be a freaking bragger. No, I'm not. I'm gonna have yeah, some, go ahead. Tell I'm going to have some people come over, right? I'm going to say, you see that, that big guy right there? Yeah. That's my buddy. That's my buddy. <laughs> You're damn right. Hey, we, we need to get you some signed stuff. Billy's right. You know, yeah. we'll, if, uh, I do. I'll tell you what. We'll try to get it done in uh, Gettysburg. And if I don't make it, we'll take care of it just and, after Gettysburg. And, and if something happens that I don't make it, I'll call you. 10 Is that fair yeah. enough? Because you know, you never know what happens. I mean, anything can happen between now and two weeks. That's a, that's a sad part about my life. You know, I'm excited for you to see. You know, these other films yes. that filmmakers are producing. They're yes, really yes, good yes. ones. Uh, Savage me. is Savage is a really good one too. So I'll I mean, uh, yeah, I'll everything filmmakers kicks out just gets better and better and better. I mean, these guys are great. You are you rock. I really appreciate. And, you know, you too, Scott. Your other movie I want to see too. The waters. The waters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious when. See, that's the hard part about making movies. You make them, and you gotta just. It depends on your job. If yeah. you're a producer, you're gonna live with it for five years. But when, you know, when you're an actor or a stuntman or a stunt coordinator, especially, you you just kind of get into it for a few months and you film. Right. And then when you're done filming, you're done. Yep. You walk away, and it's like dismal. I think we we shot that in the end of May and early June, two thousand and eight. And so now, you know, I'm still waiting for an. Yeah, yeah, it just—it's a business. It just takes time. Some sometimes you can flip it in six months, and other times it's uh, going on two years. Well, the I am. But as long as the right things happen, then you know, I'll wait forever. Yeah, I read in the website that it says it's it's scheduled for release in 2011. Of course, that's guessing, but who knows? But trust me, I'm a fan of you now. Any movie you have now is going to be in my collection. (laughs) I'm going to be a damn child now. You started something. (laughs) <laughs> oh, keep an eye, keep an eye on the rides. And Billy's okay. the one that's Billy's the one oh. that's way out in front, man. He's that's over right, there in hey, L.A. Hey, until I talk to him, you know, you're by yourself right now. Until I talk to him, then he's in the same. He's with you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Tell him to catch up. It, it, it's more personal when I get to talk to the person. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you tell him he turned dismal into the Billy Ober show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do to him if he ever does call me or we're getting cut. I'm going to start saying some of his lines right at him and see what he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Write a few of them down and start, start say, doing it. He'll crack oh, it up, damn, dude. He's so humble. Bill. He's so he's so <laughs> humble, and he's such a gentleman. He's so nice. Oh, God. To see him play this character is, is real acting. All right. Well, keep me in mind. 
the next time, if, if, if you hear, get a glimpse of, hear anything about, you know, anything uh, Dismal 2 or whatever, you make sure you call me right away because my ass will be there watching that thing being made. Hey, right back at you. If you, if you know <laughs> anything about Dismal 2 and I don't get a call, I'll you call let me you. know. I'll let you heads, know. Heads are going to roll. <laughs> my head's, my head's going to roll. It's going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Can I get there? I, I, I don't know. I hope I make the sequel. Hey, you know what? I'm going to talk to Bill. I'm going to say I want my boy. No, you got to call the producers, bust their ass. Well, matter, matter Gary King, fact, say, we need fact, part two. If Gary King does part two, I'm going to say, Gary, you better get Jack's ass up there. Yeah, the revenge of idiot. <laughs> and and this idiot will be standing behind that idiot when you're not filming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, if they ever need an extra for that movie, let me know. You bet. You bet. If they even uh, if they ever do a, uh, I could be a dead body or, or any, I could be a dead body. Sounds good, Scott. Need, Sounds great. Man. I don't need paid. It'd be fun just to do it. Yeah, well, we, there's a ton of stunts in this next movie where I've got to line up a bunch of uh, zombies. Oh. And uh, the hero and, and a couple, you know, his buddy and his, his girlfriend, the three of them jump in a car and drive off down the, the driveway and hit about three, four, five zombies. Sweet. Wide open. So, you know, there's full body armor and stunts and everything. So hit if you want to come out, me, we'll hit, hit you with a car. Yeah. <laughs> hit me. Hey, Scott, stay right there. We're going to hit you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piece of cake, dude. Here, just bite down on this and close your eyes. Right? <laughs> it won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. I really appreciate it. Anytime, I'll get, Scott. I'll get back to you again. I'll try and get keep in touch like once a month. Maybe, you know. Whatever. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Just I give me a bus. I don't want to be a pain in your ass either, but I like to talk to you. You're good to talk to. You're fun. Yeah, and all your fans out there and all your uh, all your listeners, everybody, check this movie out. It is really, really good. It was a, a well-written, well-acted, uh, super cinematography and directing. I mean, the whole thing, I mean, the, it just keeps going. The CGI is great. And uh, a good friend and amazing talent was the the music composer, yes. Ken Lample. I mean, holy cow, is that a blessing. I mean, you hear it, and it's just it's like Hollywood caliber. So no guts and big guts and stuff. <laughs> and then you see the close-up where I'm eating the meat? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, that yeah, great. Rock. That bitch would be on my picture frame on the wall on top of my computer. So that's my boy up there. See him up there? He's yeah, an idiot. Well, let me... <laughs> let me go through my let me go through my papers and see if I've got a copy of it, and then uh, I'll send it to you. Thank you very much, bud. All right, brother. You, you need me for it. anything else? No, I'm good. I'll call you in a couple weeks to talk more. I love talking to you. All right, you too, Scott. Thank you take you. care of yourself. Be yep. safe on the road. Yep. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.